everybody. Hi. Guess who it is? It's whatever like that. Relax. How y'all doing? I'm great. I'm real great. Right now, I did a pre-cleanse with a little coconut oil to take my makeup off. And I was like, let me get out there real quick and speak my piece. And it's all in my eyes. I can't see a thing. <laughs> the coconut oil is still in my eyes. Um, but I'm doing great. It was a good week. The intentions I set forth, the affirmations I made at the top of the week, I worked on them like uh, very purposefully. Let me ask you all real quick, because I was doing something at work today. I worked today and I was telling on somebody, right? And I was doing it formally because I, I was getting sick of a certain type of behavior. So I was telling on another department. And I was thinking, is the word purposely or purposefully? And I had gotten so caught up after the fact because that little moment where I was telling took up too much of my time. So um, I couldn't Google. I do like to like have my vocabulary together when I'm sending out something, you know, that's in writing and that's kind of like on record. So anyways, is it purposefully, purposefully or like, you know, what is it? Is it purposefully, purposefully? Or purposely? Or can it be interchanged? Now let me know. Um, but I was very purposeful in working on um, all the things, all my intentions that I set forth for the week. And you know, I got physically active again. I got restless, restless leg syndrome right now. I had it earlier in the day. Like I decided, you know what? get out there go for a walk on that little trail and I was out there kicking it up honey and I never like I don't have a chill like of course I had my little work attire on but I was just pumping it girl pumping it around that little um track it's not a real like uh track track but it's like a little trail at the job and I would come back into the office on useless on end of the day, on bedtime, like I was completely exhausted. I would exhaust myself for those little 30 minutes. So anyways, but I, at least I put forth the, the, the effort to do it. I'm proud of myself. I have a million and one reasons why I can't work out, um, on the days that I'm actually working because they are very long days, but I made a decision and a choice and I got some shit done. So I'm very happy about that. Um, I'm always very happy to sit in front of this microphone and speak my piece. Um, I wanted to start off. I'm gonna take these glasses off. I got these little glasses for just eye strain, but it's really because it's coconut oil in my eye. I can't even, can't even get it together. So let me just say I'm sipping on a little bit of Apothic Merlot. If you like red wine and if you're late to the party and if you like wine, that isn't like, if you're not a sugary type of person, like if your, if your palate has matured, um, Apothic is amazing. It's so good. It's, it's such an affordable brand, but it's so good, y'all. It's so good. Um, the regular brand, the regular, like, signature one, doesn't, it's just says Apothic on the bottle. That one's butter. That's like a, it's a red blend. It's butter. And then they have other variations of it, many of which I've tried, but I, um, I'm drinking them low tonight, and it's very yummy. Like, it's about to lay me down. Um, I wanted to come out here and I wanted to say that, um, for the week ahead, I am going to be choosing grace 
and I hadn't really decided on it until just now. And I was thinking, um, I think it's important that we give ourselves grace as women for all the mistakes that we've made. Um, we make mistakes for a lot of reasons. It's not, you know, you're not a robot. You know, you have emotions, so many things go into decision making, whether it's a poor decision or not, so many things go into it. And it's just not always easy to make the best choice. So there are things that I want to discuss and I wanted to just proceed with saying I am going to, to choose grace from this for this week, but I'm going to start this week right now um, and say that. And I just want to say that even if like, um, I have, cause I'm super opinionated, <clears throat> excuse me. And even though I have like strong opinions about a lot of things and, um, it could come across as like really fucked up. I'm like super empathetic to people cause I am a woman and like I said, nobody's perfect. If it was easy, a lot of people wouldn't be intentionally putting themselves through so much suffering. You know what I mean? It's not about not being educated. You could very well know full on what you're choosing. But it's like there's so many reasons why you choose it. Y'all you know what I mean. You just make bad choices and you know, I would just suffer through things a lot. So I'm choosing grace for myself and for other women because that's what we deserve. It's very hard to be a woman here on planet Earth. It's very difficult, <laughs> but we're doing our best. So, of course, I wrote down a bunch of little things that I want to talk about. So how about we hop right into it? So this past weekend, not this weekend, last weekend, I got to hang out with a guy friend. I haven't hung out with him in a long time and you know, it's always like, what's going on in your love life? What's going on in yours? It's like this conversation back and forth about things. And we just kind of offload on each other. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be a passionate conversation with raised volume. And like we had went out or whatever, and we had a few drinks. And then we were like going back and forth, like a couple and people were looking. I didn't notice until I like looked up. And it was like people looking back. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's, it's nothing like that. Y'all can relax. It's nothing like that at all. Um, just real passionate conversation. I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed it so much. I, um, cause I really don't engage that way anymore. Like I'm in my bubble and my bubble's full of women. So I don't really, I used to engage like that with coworkers and things, but, um, I'm too passionate for the job. Like I'll pop a little shit, but I'm like too passionate and too opinionated to really, you know, speak my mind so not the safest space for me there with my friends with guys I've known and been cool with for you know 10 plus years I don't know 15 maybe 20 years I feel more comfortable we've got a rapport it was really awesome to just have this kind of conversation I had a com you know another little separate conversation with somebody else and um I was like yo I don't want it to end like I just want to I just don't want to stop like I know we put a period on it but I just I got some more shit to say so that was interesting. And it's um cuz my um my opinion has changed over time in a way that benefits me more. Not benefits me more, that's a bad way to put it. My opinion has changed over time in a way that is more supportive of Lex as a woman. 
being less concerned with um, breaking breaking the the bonds of you know like um, I don't know um, what I thought was right in relationships with men, like get, get erasing. Um, the fucking negative bullshit that I thought, like how a woman is supposed to behave in a relationship. There are a lot of things that I don't, I don't agree with anymore. I've grown though. The way that I was thinking in the past, it didn't suit me or serve me or any other woman. And so it was, it was nice to be able to speak a little bit more confidently. Uh, and just like be able to share that. It's really nice to have these conversations with, with people you're, you know, with the opposite sex, because you get real insight. If you don't have these relationships, um, don't force it, but I would implore you to try to focus on cultivating them because men and women are so different. We process things so differently. And, um, it's frustrating, honestly. It's very frustrating. I don't ever see a time where I have ever like been fully on the same page with a man. I don't think that you necessarily need to. I, I think you need to generally be able to build a life together with the same moral, what do you call it, grounding and like, You got to be able to like mesh with the person, of course. Maybe you don't agree with everything, but I don't think that there has ever been a time where it was just been like, yep, we're in sync. Yep. It's just never been that way. And I don't think it will ever be that way. I think we just know how to live together and we try to do it as harmoniously as possible. But we are really just it almost seems like we're two different species. The way that we process things, men and women, it's just completely opposite. So it was interesting. And then I was just like, let me get my shit off real quick. Let me let you know what you, what, let me tell you what women say. And then what we really mean, because we're good at saying some shit and not meaning that at all. For a long time, I was like the unbothered one, you know, a motherfucker would do some shit. And I was just unbothered all the time. Like very nonchalant about a lot of things. And it did have a lot to do with my personality but as I've gotten older and with time, I'm like, no, I'm very sensitive and I need to, I need to be okay with that. Being sensitive was just like uncomfortable for me, but I'm really sensitive and I don't want to be a tough girl all the time. Like I played sports in school for the most part. I had a whole bunch of boy cousins that were much older than me. Um, so it was like a lot of rough and tough and tumble shit. Like, you know, the neighborhood I went to school in, you know what I'm saying? Rough around the edges and shit. So, you know, my childhood uh, was a little bit rough around the edges. And then, you know, just a very, uh, raised by a very emotionally detached father and a young mom. And so, you know what I mean? You, you become a certain way based off of your nurturing you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe I guess nature and nurture is a combination of the two. I can say that for myself. But as I got older, I was like, oh my God, like, no, I'm, I'm sensitive. Like I'll, 
I'm holding all these emotions in and ooh. anyways, so, um, yeah, it was, it was lovely to have those conversations. I keep saying it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, one of the con- so the one conversation was, was, was with a really old guy friend and another conversation was with this guy who I was attempting to date, but I realized it didn't work. <clears throat> so I've dwindled that relationship down to the occasional, um, romping shop situation and um you know we were having a conversation about his baby moms and I was just like listen you know you have to be really careful with how you label her she's grown I mean at the end of the day I'm not her I'm not her friend I'm not her cheerleader I don't know her from a can of fucking paint she could be a shitty person but you got a couple you got more than one child with her like I don't want any man to ever and I'm a great listener I will let you offload on me I will just listen I really enjoy hearing men talk about the women in their lives especially if they're no longer together because it says a lot about them I do not share much about nobody can say nobody that I've ever been involved in with with, can say that they have heard me detail relationships about exes. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not about to sit in another man's face and talk about a man who I'm not with anymore. It's just tacky to me. Like if it was a husband, maybe it would be different, but not like a boyfriend. I just, I just don't see the value in that. I don't see how that benefits and I'm it's not like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like save face I'm not trying to protect these people I'm just like I don't I'm not gonna sit in your face and be like yeah he wasn't shit Ooh, and he I'm just not gonna do it I haven't found it I haven't had the urge to do it so I, I've not done it but naturally people share past relationships especially if they've got kids with people so you can't sit in my face and dog out your baby mom because you're a piece of shit too not when you've got multiple kids with her and you never made a decision to like prioritize a relationship and make her, her your wife and you and you believe in the Bible. I got a big smile on my face after saying that you, you believe in the Bible and you believe in Jesus and everything. Still got a big smile on my face like that's that's your life. And you was able to make somebody a mom couple times over three times over never thought one time to to make her an honest woman and marry her really but she's a whore really really doesn't work like that like you have to watch your words and women you have to be very careful when you're dealing with people trust me there's nothing special about you yes in the grand scheme of things, sweetheart, put yourself on a pedestal. You're very special. But generally speaking, like, nothing about you is, you know, so heavenly and so much more precious than the next woman. Because the way that a lot of these men move, they don't treat, you know, they, you know, you, you ever have an ex? I have had an ex. And you look at, and you look at, you know, you look at the person that he's with and you're like, really? Well, clearly it's not about that. The bitch could be as boring as, as Kim Kardashian as a bag of goddamn fucking sand. She could be that interesting. Like, just no, no personality, nothing. And that's what he chose. Like, because men are weird. 
So like at the end of the day, to put yourself on a pedestal because maybe you're, you're prettier or maybe you think you're smarter, like you'll never know why men do the things that they do. You'll never know why you are betrayed and or whatever. You'll never know it because it just doesn't fucking make sense. Okay. You can be as supportive, uh, backflips on the dick, uh, meals cooked, you over here playing house, honey. I, ha- I had that conversation. Let me, I'm going to get into what, we, what I said to somebody. Um, you playing house, you making beds, steaming sheets. You, there's no mention of even an even a engagement. But you playing house. Like in my 20s, yes. In my 30s, I did it a little bit too. Today, a lot of shit just makes my nose scrunch up. I just be like, ew. And I should be. Being older has not made me settle more. It has made me go absolutely not. Hold yourself accountable, Lex. Absolutely not. Do not do that to yourself because you spent a lot of your youth. And I'm so youthful, but you spent a lot of that shit, you know, just being silly. And a lot of women do. I don't really feel the way I think. I'm, I'm not thankful that I had to go through that, but I am grateful that there has been a shift in the way that I think and, and, and a shift in what I will allow and a shift in the type of pedestal that I'm putting myself on. So, you know how they have the Red Pill podcast for the men. Auntie's a fan of the Pink Pill podcasts. Not the actual specific one, because I do watch her, the Pink Pill one. But, like, the podcasts that, um, not, I listen to the ones that really, like, drill these men. But, um, a lot of them could be really cringy. Um, a lot of them, you know, it could be, it's like a fine line between cringy and just uncomfortable with some of the things that these women say, but I do understand their passion. I do understand that they are trying to be like, come on, sis, like example after example after example, like how many times are you going to allow yourself to just be shit on? And then a lot of them are like, okay, so here are the examples. What are you going to do? That's different because you are amazing and they're just encouraging and things like that. So I love them. And I think I really love the fact that these Pink Pill podcasts have hundreds of thousands of followers and that they are meant to uplift black women. Um, I do believe that we deserve support and who better to give us support than black women? You know, enough of the looking for it on the outside and ain't nobody in the community. Just girl, we're not a part of the feminist community. We're not a part of the black community. Like all we do is view for the black community and all that other kind of stuff. Um, It's nice to be able to like look at some women and they're like, girl, you got it. Let me show you how to travel safely across the across the planet. Those are the ones that I love. Let me show you how to get this money. Let me show you how to, you know, really rest in your femininity. Let me show you how to just, you know, ease up on the muling. Let me show you how to live well. Let me show you how to to invest and make money and save money. Those are what I love. Let me show you how to get more connected with your spirituality that I love that so much because it is a void. It is a big void. And I don't know if I said this the last time, but I just think at this age, 
a lot of women, I think I did, a lot of women have gone through something. And even if it ha there's levels to the, to the trauma of it all, but you have gone through something at 40. You have a story to tell at 40. You got a testimony that you can share with other women at 40. And for me, it's just made me stronger. It's not made me bitter, thank God. Um, I don't have the baggage that comes along with a lot of the trauma. Um, you know, and even if I did have the baggage, it would still be something that I would hope that I could build off of. Instead of letting the bricks weigh me down, I want to use those as steps, like they're they're plat this I'm making a platform platform to climb over the bullshit and be better. So um where was I going before I said all of this? Um I was talking about the conversation with the baby mom, about the, with the baby mama and how I just you know, a motherfucker will talk himself into a grave and so she's a whore because she was I said, Well she's grown. She can sleep with who the fuck she wants to sleep with and how many people she wants to sleep with. At the end of the day, she doesn't get a break. You do. Like, you, I was just, I was saying the word grace a lot. You don't think she deserves grace? And it was a million and one excuses because I do know. At the end of the day, like, baby mamas and baby daddies suck. Y'all hate each other. Everybody got a story about why the other is the worst. So, I mean, it's no, you know... There's no real, there's no making sense of the conversation with whoever you're talking to. Oh, he ain't shit because of ba ba ba, and oh, she ain't shit because of ba ba ba. But at the end of the day, the both of you all are, are ridiculous because you chose to have these kids together and didn't really choose to like solidify the relationship. I was like, she's not set the fuck up. You don't got no goddamn life insurance policy. She she not the beneficiary on some shit. So when you die, what you gonna leave her? You ain't gonna leave her shit. But stress from, from raising your sons. So, like, spare me with the horror commentary. She's grown. If she wanted to bust splits on every nigga's dick on the block, that's her business. And I really sincerely mean that. I sincerely mean that. You don't get to place judgment on her. You left her. I don't give a shit. Well, my family was here and all. I, I get all of that. But you know what? You probably should have thought about that before you was busting off shots in the club. And I wanted to dig off deeper, but again, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still, I'm like a, I said that part, but I wanted to be like, I, I'm not going to say it on here, but I wanted to go in. Like, I wanted to go in, but like, he would have been in a puddle on the floor after fucking with me. Like I said, she could be the filthiest bitch on the planet, but that was your choice. You absolutely made a choice does not all fall on her. You can't sit in my face and tell me that. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> I was gonna say, hopefully we don't have that conversation again. I shouldn't even really be entertaining the conversation or the person in the first place, but it felt good. It felt good to get that off. It didn't make him feel good, but I mean, like, listen, you know, then he sends me something about some stupid bitch who was a, a friend of Kevin Samuels talking about women just want to be catered to and they want to be this and that and the third and they don't want to bring anything to him. Don't send me shit like this because I went off. I wrote a whole book back. Oh, it was not that serious. Listen to me. I'm an intellectual. I love a good debate. I'm very opinionated, especially when it comes to shit about women. Don't send me some shit I don't give a fuck about and you'll get a simple reply. But if you send me some shit about somebody attacking women, 
especially black women, I'm going to fucking dig in your ass. I'm going to dig for gold. Send me something. I don't give a fuck what you think. You don't, you don't get to tell me how to respond. Okay. Send me some shit about sports or some shit. I don't really give a fuck about. Send me some shit about some fishing. I'll be like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Don't send me nothing about something that you know I have passion for and then try to like, you know, temper my fucking reply. Don't do that. I'm not a child. I don't know how many times I got to remind you. And I just like for me today, um, I have gotten to the point where I am just like, you know what? Let me just let you, let me just, let me just let you know how I feel right now. I'm not going to, like, I temp, like, I will filter my reply to a lot of things, but some things I just don't. Because for what? Like, don't play with me. Play with your kids. Don't tell me how to respond to anything. I don't give a shit if you don't enjoy it. I don't give a shit if you don't want to go back. I don't, like, I just don't know to at some degree when you, when a person has been dealing with me. You know how I get down. You know I got a lot of shit to say. Don't try to, like I said, don't try to temper my reply. It's not that serious. Well, then sex in that shit to a simple bitch and you'll get a simple reply. That's not me. And then, then I just be like, Lex, don't get mad. Like some people are just dumb. But let me just let you know real quick. Play with somebody else. It's already fucking late. You sending me some dumb shit from this bozo looking bitch talking shit about women and she's ex- over exaggerating and she's a loser. Like, you know, I'm about to go off and I'm going off just in case you sent me this shit because you actually agree. I'm going off on the both of y'all. It's not that serious. All right. Well, listen, let me dig in your ass real quick and I'm gonna go lay down. I don't have time. You get to the point where you're just like, so like, oh, why am I even, why did I reply to the text? <laughs> One of the, the messages that I got um, today was, I was like, so um, are you enjoying your Saturday? It's beautiful outside. <sighs> yeah, I'm enjoying my Saturday. I'm sitting on a couch, high out my mind, watching movies and waiting on this food I ordered. And I was like, ew, Okay. That's how you enjoying your Saturday? What's wrong with that? Somebody might ask. It's like bum behavior to me. You already got three kids and a fucked up baby bummer you don't like. Why you high out your mind? Shouldn't you be just getting in from your part-time job? Or no. <laughs> what did I miss? What did, what did I miss? Ew. And he was like, LOL. <sighs> it's a beautiful day. Even if you didn't get in from no fucking part-time job. You don't want to go outside and get no fresh air. Um, you're not socializing at all. You... You high out your mind, waiting on food, watching movies, fucking couch potato. Nobody's vagina gets wet for that. Nobody. 
the older I get. And I never really ever even like, some people are okay with ghetto shit. I have never, like I have been that child who, like I went to school in like a hood district, right? But I hated it. Like I was always the little snobby black girl who was just like, this is not, mm -mm, I can't wait to get back home. This is not, mm -mm. and I'm not saying that to say it's fucked up to be that way. Okay. Cause I was like, (laughs) because as a child, I was reprimanded for that attitude. Okay. It was addressed, but I'm letting you know, very honestly, innately, I have never liked ghetto shit ever. It's always made me fucking uncomfortable. I've never been like, ah, I like to do, I'm classy, but I like to do ghetto, I like to do ghetto things with my classy friends. Not me. I've never liked that shit. I have never in my life liked some ghetto hood shit. Never, ever. I don't even want to be around the shit. I don't want to follow it on social media. I don't want to bop to it. Like my meter, like is so low for it. My rah-rah meter is so low. I just don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. And that's just me. I'm not a super bougie bitch either. Like I just, I don't, my life isn't surrounded by designer and things. Fuck them. I don't like shit like that. But I do like, just on a, on a, just like on a basic level, I just like, you know, just real, just real cute, feminine, sexy shit. I just like shit to be sexy. All the loud shit. I will choke a bitch out, not anymore, but I would choke a bitch out if the motherfucker got loud with me, because that's never been my approach, ever. I just don't like it. It just irritates my fucking soul. I'm not a part of it. I'll get out with my friends. I'm not like a bougie bitch, but like, you know how you go on vacation, and they like, oh, you know, the niggas want to stop by. I want to, I'm, like, I'm here with girlfriends. Like, I was that friend. Like, I'm not interested. Like, I just have never been, <clears throat> we want to dance on random niggas and stuff. That's just never been my life. Like, you on vacation on spring break and you just want to pop it real quick. You want to do a little twerker later on a guy. And you're like, ah, go get him, go. This has never been. Now, like, you know what I'm saying? At the reggae spot, you know, and they got the slow wine on and you and your friend is rolling her motherfucking waist. I used to get in her ear and be like, bitch, if you don't break that shit the fuck down, you better get it. Now, I would do that. But that was on some sexy shit. Some sexy shit. I've just never been. I can't I can't emphasize it enough. So, <clears throat> I don't know on a tangent. But, like, that's just never been my spirit. That's never been my energy. I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be a part of it. This shit's not cute to me. Like, other people. Not really anybody I've been around. It could be my family. I don't know. I've just been, like, ill. I don't want to do it. I don't like it. I want to be as far away from it as possible. I got some stuff to talk about when I get into um this blog bullshit that relates to that. Like just being so people are just so, but that's their spirit, and that's fine. You can be so infatuated with ghetto shit. I don't give it give a fuck if it's a woman, if it's a man, if it's a homo, LGBTQ, whatever. I don't give a fuck who does it. I've never liked it. I, I don't get a kick out of it because the person's dressed in trans and they like, ah, I don't get a kick out of none of that shit. It's just, oof. like I said, that shit irritates my being. Um, let's move on, y'all. 
you're looking for an amazing website to save on herbal supplements, on immunosupport supplements, on essential oils, on skincare, all of the above, I came across a website called pipingrock.com many years ago while I was on the hunt for a great quality immunosupport products. I found black seed oil there for like a fraction of the price. Head over to Piping Rock, that's P-I-P-I-N-G-R-O-C-K.com. If you put in the code CAP788, you'll save $10 off your first purchase. That's C-A-P-788, and the website is pipingrock.com. So y'all know how the term narcissist gets thrown around so much? Just by people who have, like, we have an understanding, like a general understanding of the, of the, the diagnosis but who like who actually diagnoses that a psychiatrist so what i want to know is what is how are we using the word because it is a catchphrase so it's a catch word so are are you fucking with narcissists or assholes or are they one and the same And not just you, I'm just, this is not a question directed towards anybody, but what I generally want to know is, is are we fucking with, I'll just say women, are we fucking with narcissists or are we like terming it all wrong? Like, are we trying to put a label on somebody who's really just a simple minded asshole? And this is men and women because everybody's not a fucking narcissist. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just giving people too much fucking credit. Some people are just jerks. Some people are just, they take advantage of people. But I, but again, what do I know? Does that, is that the sum of a narcissist? Like, is that an appropriate label or term? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of that going around. I'm, you know, while I'm watching these videos and it's like all these examples of these men and he's a narc and he's a narc and he's a narc and he's a narc. And it's like, Really? Are they just bums? Like that goes into the bum is a bum is a bum category for me. Is that just a dick? Is he just being a dick? Is she just being a dick? And then I know a lot of women are using the phrase. And granted, I'm not here to defend men. But I know a lot of women are using the phrase. Is it just attached to men? Or can women be narcissistic too? I don't know. I don't know. But I've heard it so much. It makes me want to puke. I'm like, all right. I think that we are, we are out here psychoanalyzing and diagnosing motherfuckers when they're really just, they're not, they're not smart enough. That's my thing. These people not even, they barely got out of high school on time. You know what I'm saying? But, but I don't know, like I'm really genuinely asking a question. I'm asking a very genuine question. I don't know. Do I have the, cause I, I didn't Google it. You know, I didn't look for an official, um, definition of what a narcissist is, but you, it's been like, so it's been a while. These, uh, and I'm, I'm really over it. I just don't think that everybody's a narcissist or maybe I'm ignorant and maybe an asshole, a jerk, a dick, a, um, a simp. Maybe that is, you know, if you ball your fingers up, and mush it together maybe that is the sum of a fucking narcissist i don't know but just be mindful like don't be running around with these fucking catchphrases sometimes you're just dealing with an idiot 
you know, you're just dealing with a dummy. That's it. Um, a lot of these people have been posting, a lot of black women have been posting these stories of themselves getting into it with, you guessed it, narcs, narcissists. And I'm like, so for one, I just want to say this. Wherever you go, women in general, locate your exits. I have mentioned before that I like to travel alone. I do travel alone. So I have a heightened sense of precaution everywhere I go. My trips are planned before I get there. I know what's around. I know who to call. I know where the hospital is, where the bank is, like all the important, with the police, I know where all of those things are, they are, they are saved in my phone on my Google. So where, whether I have internet connection or not, I can pull it up. And I've got apps in my phone for that. Where I do not need an internet connection, I could pull up some shit because I have mapped out everything around me. I've mapped out my excursions, the museums, the restaurants, mapped out, did the Google review. I'm talking about I play no games, right? Now, you want to be as safe as possible because anything can happen. It can ha- anything can happen at home. But as a precaution and what makes me and my family feel safe when I am gone, I do these things. It gives me a peace of mind. When I am here, after everybody has been gun happy, shooting up shit and fucking up people's fucking leisure time and ki- killing kids and shit, you know, you know, you can't go anywhere. You can't go to an outdoor festival. You can't go to the movie theater. You get in the grocery store. It's like these people are just being ridiculous with with this gun violence. Map out your exits at my job. I'm like, listen, and I and I mention it to my coworkers and they think it's so funny. I'm like, listen, I'm dead ass serious. And we laugh and joke about it, but I'm dead serious. I'm like, how will we get out of here in a situation? My department is inside the building in deep inside. So while everybody is somewhere cowering under a fucking desk, I have already, now I haven't like popped through the shit and like poked my head around the ceiling to see, oh, can I crawl this way? But I have like, I have a general idea. Like, I don't want to just be stuck. Like, I don't have, I'm a city girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've lived in the suburbs, but I've lived close enough to the city where I'm a city girl. I don't know nothing about no motherfucking survivalistic skills. So I need to know how I'm getting the fuck up out of here. One thing some city motherfuckers know how to do is run. Now, we'll, we'll, the, the slightest sign of disruption, there are no words that need to be spoken. We don't need to hear a shout. We don't need to hear nothing. You hear the slightest sound of something off, and we know how to get the fuck up out of Dodge. So that's my thing. Where am I going in every situation where I'm at? I need to know my exits. Let me tell y'all, stop fucking around and going back and forth with these men. Especially strangers. Like, don't go back and forth with any man. I refuse. I'm not arguing with you. Especially if there's no stake in it for me. I never have been in a physical... Well, I've been in a physical situation with a boyfriend. But, like, I was punching him in his face. Like, it was a situation. And I was like, ooh, thought you had me. Bop! With the two-piece. Um, but I have never been physically, um, like accosted. And, and, and by a stranger, I have not. I thank God. And I pray that it never happens. I get quiet. I don't speak to motherfuckers when they've got something to say. I don't speak. I don't reply. I don't fucking acknowledge. You can't, you can't even be nice to a motherfucker. Sometimes, even if you don't acknowledge, you might get a rough ass reply. 
But like all of this back and forth, these videos of these women jaw jacking with these bums. Girl, if you don't get your ass the fuck on up out of there, if you don't slip out of that motherfucker. It's been these videos, like one of the videos. There was a black girl who got beat up by this white man in a gas station. You see all the video footage? Everybody's leaving. Black men walking out of the door all quiet. They're like, nope, not my fight. Nobody helped her. That's another thing, because nobody helps you. You need to be able to help yourself, girl. Don't touch that man's stuff. She's not, like, you're, it's not your fault that you get attacked, but, like, let this be a lesson. There's no way to explain yourself out of there. Whatever you was getting from the gas station, bitch, you didn't need. This is, and this is, you know, part of my language, because she did get attacked, and this is where I give grace, but I'm just speaking very candidly, Okay. Find a goddamn exit. Stop sitting back here jaw jacking with somebody because you cannot physically beat a man. And I would hate for you to be assaulted. Whatever you have in the gas station, once you see that there's energy, negative, you got to get up out of there. What point are you trying to prove? He can hurt you. And he was sitting there punching you all upside your head, little girl. And now you, you know what I mean? Like it just, if you can avoid it, avoid it at all costs. You, there's no need for you to pop shit with anybody no need I don't give a shit if you feel like and this is a 40 year old woman speaking but because I have um gotten to verbal altercations with men before it hasn't been a lot but it has happened before don't do it I was was never physically attacked thank you god you know how traumatic that is I can imagine that shit is super traumatizing and now everybody got to get involved because if you hit me, I promise you, everybody's involved now. Now I got family members that I have to try to talk off the, off the fucking ledge. I just don't want to do it. Now everybody's going to jail because somebody hit me. There was a video of, um, a black lady that was on vacation and she was sitting on a little patio and some bum was like, I will watch you take I will choke the last breath out of you and then the lady who he was there with they were both very intoxicated she was talking shit too sweetheart why are you sitting here talking back and forth with these strangers in another country when somebody's approaching me and they're trying to say something to me I throw my hand up you know, do like a little nod and I keep fucking walking. Thank you. I keep walking. I don't sit and have conversations with strange men. I'm not going to sit and have a altercation, a verbal altercation with strange people. I guess she, the lady who was sitting on the patio, he, he was with this woman, but he like approached her in a way and then it just became a verbal thing. Mm -mm, Don't do it. He's sitting there telling you he will choke the life out of you. And you're still like, what is it? What is it about that? That makes you want to continue to have a conversation. There's nothing left to be said. Gather your things and just disappear. Whether you got to go inside the restaurant, call the authorities. I don't know, but get out of his line of sight. The one little video of the little black model who paid for her meal and paid for gas for the date, but then he told her to walk home, and she actually fucking walked home because she didn't want to go back to his place. She's very young, and she obviously doesn't know better. 
So we need to do better as, as women. Do Let's do better. Don't sit here and entertain him. Don't ask him questions because then after a while, she was like really defensive about people's um, response to it. And well, I can afford $6. Like, you know, $6 ain't nothing. Well, I mean, and it just became stupid. It was like, okay, well, listen, you know, we're going to give you a little bit of grace. Everybody, you got to learn. It doesn't matter what you can afford. It doesn't matter if you could afford, if you could have afforded the date a million times over. You don't give, pay anybody some gas. You don't fill up somebody's tank for them to tell you to walk home. Bottom line. So if you didn't know, it's okay to be humbled and know now. Especially when you post some stupid shit on, on a public platform. Stop sitting back and forth with these assholes and stop calling them fucking narcissists. They're just assholes. They're bums. They're degenerate. Stop going back and forth with them. Get your shit and go. As soon as the motherfucker said that, you think I would have walked back in the heat? Because baby, if you had the $40, you should have got an Uber. But I mean, you just walk back home in, in, in fucking hot heat. 20 minutes but you so busy trying to prove that you had the money and you could afford it and it was just like ew come on ew stop doing that stop playing in the mud with people then there was a, a date that i seen where this girl was on a date with this guy she met on an airplane out in miami and he put his camera on and he started like saying i just i didn't um bought all these drinks and had, look at all this food and it was at a little Mexican spot, and this shit was not fancy. It was not no fucking fancy Mexican cantina, baby. It was not, okay. It was a a regular little spot somewhere. The food was probably cheap. She said her plate was ten dollars, and they had some drinks. And he was saying he wanted to end the night back at his room, and so she pulls out her phone and cash apps him twenty five dollars, because nobody wants to come across as a broke bitch. Now, that's something I've never done. And I'm just going to encourage you to never do that either. Just like you don't have to prove anything to an animal. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, all right, I made it back. Okay, well, thanks for letting me know who you are. If the man is going to flip on you over a freaking $40 meal, gather your things and go to the ladies room and, and, and leave. You don't cash hap him anything to prove that you're not a greedy, grubby bitch. The meal was cheap. And he was like, you ate. I mean, he was being a whole clown and telling her she ate it fast. And I mean, it was like, it was so disrespectful. It was so cringy. And I was just thinking, at what point? Like, when did this start happening? Because a motherfucker said that you was a gold digger. He, he don't got the money. If you can't afford a $40 meal with drinks, if you can't, if you can't entertain a woman where you are, you have to take her back and try to get her liquored up so you can rub on her and feel on her. You can't, you can't enjoy her company where you are. Um, you probably shouldn't be dating anyway. There's no way somebody would make me feel bad about how much money they spend on a date. Now, I have paid for, for, I have gone like, I haven't really gone halves too often on a date, but there has been times where I was on a date with somebody and he was like, yeah, they drink too expensive. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Let's order two rounds of this. I'm not, I'm, you're not going to ruin my night. Your, your little cheap ass is not going to ruin my night. We about to drink a little bit. And I paid for drinks and things. I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. 
there are a lot of things we shouldn't have done. But I wasn't cash shopping nobody, nothing. Here's money for my portion. I mean, what are we doing here? Somebody just explain to me, what are we doing here? I'm not your fucking friend. If you want to go to Mexican restaurant with your friend, then you ask your friend to come and y'all can go half. So you want, I'm not your friend. When you're on these dates, it's a date. Okay. Whether you believe in gender roles and things like that or not, like you're still a woman and this is a date. This is not your fucking husband. This is not your partner. Put your wallet in your goddamn purse and pull it out in time of emergency only and stop playing. There's no way that somebody can make you feel like a $40 meal is a, is a, is a, um, a gold digging thing. It's actually really ridiculous. You're cash shopping somebody $25, but she was young too. Stop playing. Get up and get up from the table and, and ask wait staff to help you get up out of there and stop playing. Stop humiliating yourself. Like when you don't know better, you make these poor choices and decisions and things, but, um, you got to do better. We have to do better for the younger women, you know, like what's her name? I don't really like her because this is on the, like, it's ghetto for me, Jada Wada. And then, of course, it's not my, her age demographic is not mine. Um, I, there are positive things that I can say, but I just don't care for that brand. I don't care for that. And so, um, yeah, so, um, y'all remember, like, back in the 80s and 90s, like, when men used to cater to women and stuff? I mean... I'm just saying, it's like, we gotta, um, men, men were never doing that. Not in the eighties and nineties, baby. They were selling dope or on dope. Shut your dumb ass the fuck up. I was like, off, click off. I mean, it feel like we got, we out here, we running the world. I mean, and we, we're not though, but we, we are in a position to make better choices for ourselves. Again, we're going to give her grace because she's young and, um, you know, nobody's having a conversation with her like, you know, I mean, people make mistakes, but, you know, baby mama culture, honey, it's baby mama culture. It's very cute to have a rapper's baby on your hip. And then over time, naturally, that shit becomes really painful because you have feelings and you see that he doesn't give a fuck about those feelings. So he does shit very openly and publicly to disrespect you. And now you want to come out here with that stupid ass name. I'm talking about something in the 80s and 90s. What the fuck 80s and 90s? Were you there? fuck are you talking about i'm sure your aunties and your mama got a lot of stories about that shit was what you saying are we gonna put it on the podcast i'm just gonna i'm gonna save it for the podcast because you know i don't know i don't know yeah you really don't know you don't know you don't bullshit behavior garbage behavior is not something new 
You ask some of these women that used to be dating some of these rappers back in the 80s, dogged. Back in the 70s and 60s, dogged. Women been getting dogged out. Girl, so shut your dumb ass the fuck up. We giving you grace, but shut up. Ugh. I just had to turn it off. Like, be quiet. You talk too fucking much and don't know nothing. Talk about, I don't know, like, you got to get in your lane. Just stop. Don't go to the 80s and 90s. Like I said, selling dope or using it. Okay? But nobody fucking putting women on pedestals and shit. The fuck? Ew. Another thing I was, like, grossed out about, and this is kind of, you know, tying back into just the shit that's just ghetto. And I'm speaking from ghetto, you know, as a, as a black person, what I think is ghetto. So, uh, you know, it's got a negative connotation. I've already explained how anything that was hoodie, I was just never interested in just innately. This is a candid conversation. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't like it. I, I didn't excite me. I never wanted to be a part of it. You can say, you know, people can have their own opinions about why, you know, it's an ingrained hatred. Or, nah, I just never like poor shit. That's really the bottom line. Like, granted, a lot of people that are in those situations are there. Like, my father was like, listen, at one point he told me, you don't get to turn your nose up at people. You live the way that you live because of, because of the decisions and choices that we made. You don't get to turn, and I had, we, like, I had to be checked a couple times, because I'm just sorry, I was, I'm not sorry, like, I was just a fucking snooty kid, but I was checked, and I was made to feel like an asshole for the opinions that I had, the very uneducated opinions and ways that I thought about things, but again, you know, put me on, you know, in my adolescence, like, yeah, you need to be grateful for your parents. They, you live this way because of the choices that they made. Put a lot of shit in perspective. But again, innately, I just don't like hoodie shit. And so everybody was talking about how Beyonce scrubbed her account and it's all blank and blah, blah, blah. And then of course these things start resurfacing about how um, big face, big back Santana, also known as saucy Santana was talking about blue Ivy amongst a bunch of other ignorant ass black people were talking shit about blue Ivy and her hair, her beautiful Afro textured kinky hair and like how she looked like her daddy and just really negative things. Like really, really, really negative things. And um, how her hair was never combed and all this other shit. And it was just like, wow. <sighs> you know, all of this stuff resurfaced. And of course, his big face um, is refusing to apologize and blaming it on being young and all this other stuff. I don't have no expectations for anybody who acts and behaves like that. Because again... I just have nothing positive to say about that at all. I, I don't find, I don't think there's talent there. This is my fucking opinion. I don't see the talent. There's no appeal for me. I skip over it. It's actually hilarious to me. The music is hilarious to me. It's funny. Whatever I hear just by like thumbing through social media is hilarious to me. It's so funny that, you know, this is how they making money. But go ahead, get your little check. 
You know, but you see, this is why people need to be, be careful who they rah-rah behind. Goddamn saucy Santana with them mouthy motherfucker. Now some old tweets and popped up. If y'all gonna hit Kevin, um, what's his name over the head? Um, Kevin Hart over the head by his old tweets. You need to hit his big face ass up over the head about them tweets. Talking about somebody's child. And then apparently he sampled one of B's songs and it got cleared and stuff. I didn't hear it because again, I'm not a fan. But yeah. But we love it. We love to see it. Let the girls grow. And the motherfucker is messy. I just don't like messy shit either. I just feel like... Like, why? It's the messiest motherfuckers that make the most noise and somehow make a lot of money. It's like the attention that they draw. It's just like gag. It makes, you know, it makes me... It's pukey. <laughs> it's very pukey to me. But let him get his check. And somebody was trying to call him out. You performing and... Girl, I look... Material world. That's y'all shit. Y'all love that. And y'all love keeping up with these simple ass goddamn brain cell shriveling up ass TV shows. I was like, what is this show? And what is I don't have cable. So um whatever I watch is intentional. Like I'll like um stream the shit, but I'm you know, I'll look it up and I'll give my energy to it because I enjoy it so even if I do watch a little mess there's a little mess that I watch but I scaled back so much because it got to the point where I was yelling at the tv I was cursing at the tv I was looking through some stuff while I was just looking through the blogs and I was like what is that why is Natalie Nunn still on tv like and what is this somebody's somebody in Dubai and what is this something in Atlanta really We have to like start living our own lives. There is a there's a market for people who watch these terrible shows and they come and they do commentary on it. There is a market for that. And I had thought about doing that, but I'm just not interested in running up a bill for that. Like a bitch has scaled. Okay? Scaled it all. There's a life that I want to live. Um, and I'm just learning to be less frivolous with this hard-earned money. And so, let me spend it on some shit I want to spend it on. I don't want to spend it on watching people be disrespectful, people that look alike, people with these fucking hazily-ass bodies. Like, I'm not interested in it. I don't have grace for that. I'm not interested in that. So, I'm not going to spend my money to have that shit play on my TV. It's not going to play when I'm watching. It's not going to play when I'm not watching. It's not going to play, period. I'm going to spend my money on some shit that I really want to see. Um, and yeah, if that's your thing, you know, go ahead and get your check happens a lot. People make, you know, you have, you have a good, people get a good following off of that because it's something to do. I mean, granted, it's like a little break in reality. You know, life is hard. The pandemic's put a lot of people on the ass. Make sure you out there keeping tabs on this, um, recession that's looming. Mm -hmm. Let me have a sip real quick, but I don't have the space or time like, my sh- shit is limited because then I just be feeling juvenile. It's like how I feel when I go to a club now. I just be like, ooh, what? I don't. What song is that? Oh God, I just don't. I just don't fit in. I don't fit in anymore here. Why am I here? 
<laughs> that's how I feel. All right. Um, I also made a note to talk about dating sites. So I have consistently, I have been on dating sites for a minute, right? But I haven't always been very active on them. So I'm on a particular site right now where, you know, it's like, and it's not Tinder because Tinder is a fucking garbage disposal. Um, but I'm on a dating site and, um, je suis pas amusée. Je ne suis pas intéressée. Je suis très fatiguée. I'm not interested anymore. I'm not amused. I'm tired. I just don't. So something about it, like, because it's, it's, it's something to do. It's something to do. Yeah, socializing and getting out is cool, too. But I just typically don't. So I am not a person to just, like, really force myself to do a great deal. I got to force myself into these Atlanta streets. I don't. Um, cause there's a lot of shit I'm just not interested in. And then again, you know, this is a tricky city. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. It's a tricky city. It's a lot of motherfucking imposters roaming around here. And I am broadening my horizons and, you know, largening my dating pool for sure. But, you know, this is a city full of scam artists and liars and so you have to be careful. So I'm not necessarily always inclined to put myself out there. I really, really, really have a home that I enjoy being in. I love being in my own space. You know, um, I just don't have an itch to just be on the scene all the fucking time. I don't have an itch to sit at somebody's bar and spend my money. I could everything that I can do while I'm out outside of like a concert or some shit of something, you know, with music. I can do at home. Now, the experience of it all, like being out with girlfriends and things and visiting like new places. Oh, my God. I love it. There's there's benefit to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the socializing part and the the fellowship of it all. Oh, look at that new spot. But um, I love it when I'm out. I'm like, damn, this is in my city. I love the city has grown so much. It's beautiful, culturally diverse. It's amazing here. But I'm just not naturally inclined to just want to be on the scene all the time. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, you know, in the next 10 years, I want complete financial freedom. I don't want to be where I am today. I don't want to be living within these constraints. I want to be able to bop across the globe how I want to bop across the globe. This is within the next 10 years. So if it's before, ooh, thank you, Lord. If it's at the 10-year mark, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to do it. That's what my heart desires. You know, there's a lot of other things that I desire too, but I don't want to just be bopping in the city, spending money um, when I, when I have all the comforts of that at home. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I see the benefit of it, but I really enjoy being home. So I stay home, and so dating sites are helpful. It gives you something to do. But very seldom do I come across somebody that I'm even really all that interested in. It's like, I don't know. Is somebody lying out here? 
that's a new way. Like, I don't feel a way about it anymore. I've been on dating sites so much. I'm very comfortable with how to interact. A lot of shit just doesn't bother me. I know how to engage conversation. I know how to start a conversation. I know how to do all of that because it does take some time. If you're not naturally, it's it's easier to do it in person for sure. It's a lot harder to, to start and keep, hold a conversation online. It's like, it's like, it's always this awkward feeling like, Hey, so, uh, how's your week? You know, but once you, once you've done it enough, you know what I mean? It's like anything you get used to it. I'm comfortable with it, but, um, I don't know. It's like, I'm, uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Um, and I've just been finding myself just doing it. There was this one gentleman who I wish exchanged phone numbers and I hit him up at the top of the week and he was like, Oh, I hope you have a great Tuesday. I was like, yeah, thank you so much. I hope you have a great week. Hadn't spoken to him since. I told one gentleman, yeah, it sucks. I haven't, you know, you don't, you, you don't, you don't cross my mind. Really? Yeah, no. And if it happens, it'll be an afterthought if somebody crossed my mind. Oh shit. I ain't, I ain't hit him up to say nothing in a minute. So I don't really try to force those situations. I just leave them alone. I thought about reaching out to the one gentleman who I last spoke with on Tuesday because he's a nice guy. But then I said, well, I'm not really feeling inclined to. So don't like there's no it's all the niceties kind of like bullshit. I don't want to be I don't want to do it anymore. I only want to do it if it, if it really feels good. And then um, like I want to be very selfish about the decisions that I make and how I interact with men. I think, I don't know. I'm not going to say what I think about what people do, but that's what I want to do. I don't want to just reach out to a motherfucker just to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I respond and say, hey, how was everything? You enjoyed your weekend? It, it would just be me being really, really nice. I'm not interested. I'm not genuinely interested in how his weekend was. So I made the, the decision earlier today to just leave it alone. I do want to say that, um, you know, there was one guy who I thought was really nice and I had met him maybe last summer, uh, but he was very, he, he came across to me as a gay man. And this has happened to me twice that I was approached by these men and they were super kind, but they came across to me as gay men. And I did not have the gumption to want to continue anything past that because in my spirit, that's what I felt. And I'm not, I don't mean like feminine tendencies. I mean, like, like, like very, like, like, like I was confused in the interest that they had in me. I'm not to a point where I can ask, are you bisexual? And I'm not comfortable with that. That's something that, that I, that's something that I'm not comfortable doing, but I just made a decision to say, you know what? This is not gonna, I don't know. I've decided to move on and you know, talk to somebody else and they've been respectful about it. But yeah, that's another thing that's very uncomfortable. But again, I'm not clumping men into a um, category, but I'm just saying I would be a fool not to be cautious dating in Atlanta. Because if we're going to be honest, most men are not forthright or forthcoming 
with information. So, uh, yeah, it is difficult, but you know, I've been dealing with this for a while. You just, like I said, I've been largening the dating pool and rolling with the punches. Um, what else can you do? I'm still very interested in, in the other sex. Still very interested in finding a partner. I need to not only broaden my dating pool and include other backgrounds and races and cultures in it, but I also need to travel more. I know some women who travel and they go on dates and they like they'll use Tinder to go on dates and stuff. I know people who do it all the time. Not personally, but I, I hear of women who do it all the time. I think that's cool. But that that's also like an added you have to factor in an added necessary layer of protection and security because again, I don't want to get bopped on the head here or there. Okay. Um but I'm I'm about to wrap this up. Um like I said, we're gonna close with choosing grace. Always, 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 like, even through harsh words, even through all these little stories I share, like, just pray for people, pray for yourself, really, I still fuck up, like, you know, still entertain people who are useless, you know, entertain in a way where I'm just even having a conversation, some of these things should have been deaded a long time ago, you know, but it's difficult, give yourself grace to just, like, grow and, and, um, hold yourself accountable, I probably said that before. Hold yourself accountable. Don't take no shorts. Like, don't let yourself be slipping, slipping, slipping. Don't do that. And put your foot down. It shouldn't be before you was taking 15, you know, jabs to the, to the, to the grill. If you get down to 10, good job. Keep cutting. Now we, now we only taking eight. Wait a minute. Now we only taking two. Ooh, that's progress. This shit hurts. Stop taking the motherfucking jabs to your face. And like any way you can get better, get better. Stop fucking calling people narcissists when they're just assholes. It's another thing. Put that on the list. They're not narcissistic. They're not smart enough. They're just, they're just poorly fucking bred. Just, just pieces of trash. <laughs> like whoever, Period. Men, women, period. They're pieces of garbage. They're not narcissistic. They're ignorant. They don't fucking know any better because they wasn't raised right. Ill bred ass bastards. That's what they are. Fucking narcissist. Stop giving that label to everybody because it's not accurate. They're losers. When you're a kind person with a kind heart and you need to grow the fuck up. I need to grow the fuck up and leave them alone. Stop letting their simple bullshit that you can see coming from a mile away. Windmill you, windmill you in the mouth. Um. So yeah, that's enough of the cursing. Have a great week. Um. Enjoy the last other day of your weekend. Enjoy your vacation. Gotta be safe. Mind your business. Help when necessary. Drop a kind word in in somebody young's ear. That's positive. That's not diminishing. Like you know, you don't have to. Um encourage by being disrespectful of others encourage and say you got it you can do this because you're amazing and leave it at that put a period on that shit have a great week i'll talk to you guys soon peace sit in shit too long it stopped smelling so come the fuck out of there